Oh, Pittsburgh Steeler fans, what's going on? This is Jeff Hartman, co-editor of BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. You know me from all those podcasts, whether it's Let's Ride in the Morning, whether it's the Injury Report podcast, the Mike Tomlin recap, the Steelers preview. Uh, I, I can't say how excited I am for this show. Now, let me give you a little bit of a background here. So this was probably about... I don't know, a couple, maybe it was last week, Brian Anthony Davis, our podcast producer behind the steel curtain. He came to me and said, Jeff, I have an idea. I want to run it by you. Let me know what you think. Be honest. I said, I always am honest with you, man. And uh, he said, what do you think if we did all of our podcasters who are on our network, if they did a short, I don't know, 10 to 15 minute podcast based on their experiences with the Christmas holiday season, the Steelers, they can intertwine them together and it just gives people a little bit of a background of these of these people that are that they listen to on the regular. And I said, I love the idea. I absolutely love it. And I said, I would volunteer to do it. No doubt about it, because I love Christmas. And I think it'd be a good show. And he said, great, you're going to start us off. And I was like, oh, OK, so here we are. I am kicking this thing off. Uh, and then every um, almost every I'm not sure if every podcaster is going to be doing this, but almost every podcaster for Behind the Steel Curtains podcast family is going to be doing one of these. They're going to air probably one a day. They're going to be at 7 p.m. Only on our audio side. So you have to follow us on our audio platforms, and you'll you'll check it out. And I, I think that you're just going to enjoy listening to some stories uh, that aren't always just about football. And, and you might hate these, and that's fine. It's your prerogative. I think that a lot of people will really enjoy these. So we're telling stories about Christmas. I got to be honest. When I think about the Christmas season, it is my favorite season of the year, period. Some say Halloween because of the the costumes and the parties, and some say Thanksgiving because of the football and the food. No, no, not for me. Those are just appetizers for the main dish. The main dish, the main event is Christmas. I love everything about Christmas. And you know what? Growing up in Wheeling, West Virginia, I was... It was just myself and my brother. So it was a family of four. And I was way more into Christmas than anyone else in my family. Not sure why, but I, I just, I, I love the holiday season. And to be completely honest with you, you know, they call my dad Father Christmas. He loves to put up lights. It's probably where I got it from. I just seem to, sometimes I, I take things to the next level. I really do. My wife will attest that I do that probably more often than I should. But still, I, I, I think back to my childhood and I think back to I did I did some crazy stuff just because I was so excited for Christmas. Not crazy like it got in trouble, but I I can recall making getting red and green construction paper, cutting it into strips and literally making a countdown chain. And I would write the numbers down on every single piece of paper. And I'm talking this was this was a countdown that went well before Thanksgiving. My mom would walk into my room and say, what are you doing? I said, well, I'm counting down to Christmas. I can't wait. And it was it was so much fun. I remember, for those of you that are younger listeners, you might not know what this is. I remember taping on a VHS tape a Christmas story, and I also recorded the original Grinch, the animated Grinch, which is only about 30 minutes in, in length. And I remember recording those on the same tape. And I, I would get up every Saturday morning after Thanksgiving leading up until Christmas. I'd get up early. I don't even know if my parents knew I did this. I'd get up early and I would list, I would watch A Christmas Story in the Grinch every Saturday morning. I, I It's incredible that they didn't, maybe they did know and they just didn't care. But I loved it. I love those movies. I love everything about it. 
<laughs> Quick story here. So I was the kid that my parents would have to, they didn't really have to say this to my brother, but they had to tell me, Jeff, you can't get out of bed on Christmas morning until X time. And my mom would be going to, that's when I was that age, my mom was at, she was singing in the choir. So she was at uh, our midnight mass. She wouldn't get home till late. And here I am, this, this young kid that's just raring to go. Let's go. Let's go open those presents. And they'd say, Jeff, you can't get out of bed until 630. And that was like a death sentence. They might as well have just said, Jeff, you've been sentenced to life in prison. That's, that's what it felt like as a kid. Like, oh, gosh, you got to be kidding me. Okay, fine, fine. And so I'm laying in bed and I'm trying to go to sleep. My parents' bedroom is right across the hallway. And I'm just so jacked up. I can't fall asleep. And I, I know that there's others out there that are feeling the same thing that I felt when I was a kid. And I remember I had this teddy bear. And it was a teddy bear. It had a Santa hat on, a Santa jacket. And it had on its front left chest, it was a little gold heart. And any of the four paws, you had, there was a button. And it would play Christmas songs. And the little heart would, you know, shine and, and go with the beat of the song. And I remember... That one Christmas, I sat there in my bed. I couldn't fall asleep. And I played that stupid little bear over and over again until my dad, he yelled so loud from across the hallway, will you turn that stupid bear off? And I was like, oh boy, dad is pissed. I better go to bed. And so that was that was kind of me in a nutshell. It, it, was, it was the excitement. It was the decorations. I was the one, even as a, as a young kid that was out there holding the ladder for my dad. I was checking bulbs. I was detangling lights uh we were on the roof at times when i got a little bit older yeah and and i do all of this stuff today even with my own children uh, if you were to drive down my street you would know which house is mine i'll tell you that right now because it kind of looks like the griswolds i mean i love lights I, I try to do it nice i'm not just sloppy and throwing th- stuff all over the place but my kids now are are kind of going into the same things in the same trends that i did um they just get so excited. They make homemade cards. Uh, they, they have countdowns. They are, you know, they, I think they wrote Santa Claus like 15 letters this year and, and changed their list like a multiple times. Like, what, what the heck? Come on, make up your mind. But I'm, I get so excited for the holidays now, more so for them than I ever did for myself. And I, I've, I am really, really excited for Christmas every year because I get to see my children and their excitement. And I just love it. I love the movies. You know, people ask me all the time, what's your favorite Christmas movie? It's like, well, that's that's really tough for me. Because um, if you want to put in movies like Die Hard, which I would, then Die Hard's going to be up there. I watched Die Hard with my dad, the unedited version, by the way, when I was really young. I'm not sure what my dad was thinking. Like, <laughs> he sat us down, you know, and we're watching Bruce Willis strapping, you know, detonators down and throwing pushing them down an elevator shaft, you know, yippee-ki-yay, we know how it ends. That was my childhood. And so I love Die Hard, but in terms of Christmas movies, you know, I love A Christmas Story. I love Christmas Vacation. It's a Wonderful Life. Uh, Elf, Will Ferrell, is hysterical in that movie. I love that movie. I love them all. I, I really do. The Polar Express, The Grinch, even the multiple ones that have been done. Um, I love the Charles Dickens story that Jim Carrey version of Disney was really good. I love all the movies, the movies. I love music, the Christmas music. I, here's a little fact about me that you might not know. I actually listen to Christmas music all year round. No, that doesn't mean that if I have a 30 minute drive, I'm listening to Christmas music in June, but Christmas music makes me happy. It, it, it is. It puts me in a great mood. Um, and, and my go-to is always the Frank Sinatra and or the Rat Pack. Their Christmas music is just my favorite. 
And so there have been times I remember a few years ago, I was a rough stretch at work. It was just tough and dealing with a lot of stuff at home. And I was driving home and it was probably, I don't know, May. (laughs) And I was like, I could really just listen to some music. It's going to put me in a good mood. And I put on some Christmas music and it worked. So yeah, I love everything about it. But you know, when you think about the Steelers, because that's what we're all here for, we're all here to talk about the Steelers. And, and if you're listening to this, you're a diehard fan. So you probably have stories like this of your own. But Christmas for me was always synonymous with the Steelers in some way, shape, or form, mainly in the form of presents. I can't speak for everyone here, but I remember when I was young, this was in the early 90s, I got a Hutch football uniform, and it came with a helmet, it had shoulder pads, it had pants, it had a jersey. Every kid in my neighborhood had a Hutch uniform. So my next-door neighbor, he was a Chiefs fan. So he had a Hutch, uh, you know, he had the helmet, he had the, it was a Christian Okoye jersey. Uh, another kid in my neighborhood was a Raiders fan. He had one that was Bo Jackson. And what did I get? Oh, I had a number 14. Yeah. A Neil O'Donnell jersey. Womp, womp, womp. <laughs> Could you give me a break? Now, I can't blame my parents. They, they, I think you had like one or two numbers to choose from. And I got the Neil O'Donnell jersey. I still have that, by the way. My kids will play with it. They'll put the shoulder pads on. They'll put the helmet on. Uh, It's really funny. I actually can barely put that thing on my head. I look like a zit that's ready to pop, but they they get a kick out of it. But still, I I love those Steeler uniforms. I remember a few few winters where it actually snowed and it laid enough that we actually went out. And with baseball bats, we lined a football field and we put on our Hutch helmets over top of our toboggans which we call that's winter it's a winter hat okay we grew up calling it a toboggan we put it over our winter hats and we just played what we felt was like a monday night football game in the snow and there were chiefs players and there were steeler players and raiders and i think one of our neighborhood friends had a jets helmet and stuff it was a blast it was a blast so the steelers and football are always kind of synonymous with the holidays for me and So as I got older, the gifts kind of changed. So it went from the Hutch uniform to, I'll never forget, back in the 90s, starter was legit. Like starter was it. If you have a starter jacket, like that's it. I had a Penguin starter jacket. I was was lucky. I I love that jacket, by the way. But my parents must have ponied up the money and got me. I I love this jacket. It was a windbreaker. And if you remember Bill Cower back in the 90s, he used to wear windbreakers on the sideline all the time. So it was a solid black windbreaker. It said Steelers in that unique script with the lines down the vertical in in, in the letters. And black, and it was, like I said, all black, gold and white piping around the neck, on the wrist. It had the one side zipper, the quarter zip on the side of the windbreaker. And on the back, it said Woodson 26 for Rod Woodson. And I was like, this is the coolest windbreaker. I wore that thing to school like every day in middle school. And kids were like, man, I love that jacket. Thanks. What happened next season? He's gone. (laughs) I swear, this happened to me so many times as a kid. And it wasn't just with jerseys. It might have been with different fashion trends. Like right when you think you're going to be cool and fashionable, trends change and you're now outdated. And so here I was stuck with a Rod Woodson awesome windbreaker that I couldn't wear because Rod Woodson was no longer on the team. And then it happened again. Uh, I remember when I was in high school. And so we're watching this this football team that's exciting to watch, you know, and excuse me. 
everyone's talking about this Kendrell Bell. Like, oh my gosh, Kendrell Bell, he's so good. He is, <clears throat> he's going to be the inside linebacker for the Steelers for years to come. Defensive rookie of the year. So what did I get for Christmas that year? A number 97 Kendrell Bell jersey. Two years later, he's gone. And so you can kind of see the trend there. So you can kind of see the trend there in regards to some of these things. And that's why for me, for jerseys, uh, I don't really get jerseys anymore. If I get a jersey, it's a, it's a Ben Roethlisberger. Why? It's, it's always going to, it's going to last. It's never going to, we're never going to have an issue with, is Ben going to be on the team? He'll retire a Steeler. It'll always be okay to wear a number seven jersey. But then when you think about the games, the games that have taken place on Christmas, I honestly don't remember a lot of Christmas Day games growing up. They might have happened, and I just don't remember them. I remember Christmas Eve games, uh, but I don't remember a lot of Christmas Day games. The, the ones that I remember are the recent games. Yeah, I remember the game against the Houston Texans. That was supposed to be the Watt Bowl, but J.J. Watt was hurt. The Steelers went down and just really beat the Texans bad. I, I think Deshaun, that was a year Deshaun Watson was hurt as well. They didn't have a quarterback. It was an ugly game. Um, but I, the game I remember the most is obviously the Immaculate Extension game. And that was with Antonio Brown against the Baltimore Ravens at Heinz Field. That was a night game. And I remember we always go to my father-in-law's house on Christmas afternoon, evening. I, I went there. And I told my wife, I, I got to go home at halftime. Like, I, I got to get back. I got work to do. We have a podcast. And holy cow, what an exciting game that was. The way that game finished was incredible. And you'll probably hear one of our podcasters, I'm not going to say who, who was at that game, tell his story. And it's really, really an awesome story to hear. So make sure you check out that. But hey, Christmas for me is so special. And the Steelers are so special. And any time that you get to kind of mesh the two together is is awesome. And I don't I actually don't like holiday games. I don't like the Steelers playing on Thanksgiving. I don't like the Steelers playing on Christmas. Why? Because those are moments for me where I don't want anything to take away from my family. I don't want anything to distract me from being able to live those moments and live them to the to my fullest, meaning I'm there, I'm 100% there, I'm not distracted. And there's nothing more special to me than Christmas. And so for me, I'm glad the Steelers aren't playing this year on Christmas. I'm glad that I get to enjoy the holiday and just spend time with family and sit back and relax and laugh and, and all that good stuff. And I hope that you get to do that too. Because what we're doing here with BehindTheSteelCurtain.com and with the podcast network especially, we're trying to cultivate a family environment. We're trying to cultivate people that when you listen to us, you're not just hearing about the Steelers, you're hearing from Jeff, from Jeff Hartman, and you feel like you know me. And you're going to get to know all these podcasters a little bit better. But I can say, on behalf of BehindTheSteelCurtain.com, as the co-editor of that website, and as the podcast, a guy that does a lot of podcasts on our network, I hope that everyone listening to this has a Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, a blessed New Year. This has been a tough year for a lot of people. I understand that, and it might it might have impacted you more than, than others. But ultimately, I wish you nothing but the best. I hope that you have a, a great holiday season. I hope that you stick around because the playoffs are coming up. And as I always finish out my podcast, be safe, be kind, and God bless. Merry Christmas, everyone. We'll see you.